Welcome to Finding My Yum, a sex-positive podcast celebrating all forms of sexual expression. Each week, we bring on a new guest to share their journey. We talk honestly and openly about what they're into and what sex, kinks, love, and more look like in the real world. I'm Jerry Courtney Austin. And I'm Will Lentz. And we are your hosts. And today and next week, we're super excited to bring you uh, our own episodes just to update on what we're doing through quarantine and social distancing and our experience of COVID-19. And this behind the microphone. Yeah, exactly. And this week is Will's uh, in-depth episode. And what I think is really cool about these next two episodes is that both Will and I have had very different experiences. Um, I am not working. I lost my jobs. Will still has a job um, and is currently still working. And then I have, I'm quarantined with a partner, a newer partner, and you are quarantined alone. So you live alone. Yeah. So low. So um, yeah, it was fun to, to record these. Yeah, I think one of the things that we found was that like while we have had times to talk a little bit um, and we'd obviously like chat before we record these kind of things and we, we talk, you know, intermittently throughout the weeks and stuff, we hadn't had a chance to really sit down and talk to each other about like what your real experiences have been like. And uh, and yeah, I think we got some interesting stuff and it was really nice to parallel it with sort of what you're going through. Yeah, I to piggyback off of that, I mean, it is interesting, you know, you, you do, we do talk every week, but we don't get like in depth and like, okay, well, what does the day to day look like? And what are your emotions? And how are you actually feeling? And how are you processing? And what are you looking for to create, you know, moving forward or post COVID, whatever the fuck that's going to happen. Um, so yeah, it was fun to connect on that. And I hope people enjoy and if you know, if you have a different point of view, I get to hear two people who are experiencing it differently, or even if you're in similar situations, we're all experiencing in such different ways, although we're all having like collective trauma. So yeah, I think I think a, a good takeaway that anyone that might listen to this one would be would be like, talk to someone you haven't talked to. Like, I, we were all like, super supportive to be there for each other the first like month or so. And then I think this became like a normalized thing. And yeah, check in with those people that you that you can check in with. I think it's a it's a good thing to do. Yeah. And like, really ask the questions you know it's kind of like that thing like how are you we usually just answer like okay good you know whatever but like take the time to really be like what's going on in your world like what does it look like yeah uh yeah so here's the episode enjoy Yay! Welcome to Finding My Yum. I'm so excited today. We are doing a host um, episode, everything that you want to know, quarantine, social distancing style, tell all um, with Will. So Will Lentz, how are you? (laughs) Oh, you know, I'm hanging in there. I feel like that's my typical response to to when people ask that question during quarantine. Um, Right. But it's true. Yeah, you know, it's it's been it's very different. Things have adjusted. Things are back to normal. They're the new normal, all that stuff. Right. Uh, we're we're getting through it. So you still have your job and you've had your job this entire time, which what are we in week nine or ten? <laughs> I'm on like day 63 or oh, 64. Wow. Yeah, oh. I, I, I'm not positive, but I know it's in the, it's in the low 60s right now. Okay. Um, but yeah, we actually my job had moved to a uh, test of full work from home the Wednesday that everything kind of exploded and the NBA got canceled and the Tom Hanks came out saying that he had coronavirus and that kind of triggered 
this kind of nationwide, oh no, what are we doing? And so it was only supposed to be a three day work from home experiment and then uh, turned into 63 days. Uh, so wow. here we are. Yeah. Um, so what, what was that transition like for you? Because I think it's so interesting on one side, like it's, it's like equally as traumatizing potentially to have your work but then have to work from home and be isolated while you're doing it and then have all these different kind of responsibilities and figuring out how to do it. And then on my side of it, like losing my jobs and being like, oh, okay, how, how do I make money and, and feed myself and do any of the things that I'm accustomed to doing to survive, right? Yeah, and I think that was kind of my experience, and it still is, um, very early on realizing that just because I still had my job, it was okay to recognize that I, that what was going on for me was also kind of a crisis. You know, we saw that uh, within the, the work that I was doing, productivity demands shot up. You know, there was there was about a week where it was kind of like very conscious of like, uh, it's... And, have a space let's all be like supportive of each other and everyone still is supportive but then it became like we have to react to this in a way that's going to make sure that our company gets through to the other side and so my workload shot up it was a lot more to do despite working from home and then the weekends just kind of become this place where you're like okay well now I'm all that work I did this week was to afford for me to sit around in this like prison for two days until it's time to go back to work the next Monday and do it again um so like there's been ways to cope with it. You know, there's a lot of other stuff to do now too. Like, uh, you know, there's all the zoom hangouts and like virtual D and D I've been playing and all kinds <laughs> of different things. But, but yeah, it's definitely been an adjustment. Um, remote work from home is not bad, but only if you can then leave your house and do other things, I think. Yeah, of course. And you know, I think it's interesting because everybody's experience is their own. And obviously being in this country, we are, we are incredibly privileged so that we have our basic necessities for the most part, at least you and I do. And there are a lot of people that don't. Um, But the mental ramifications of this are, I mean, long lasting. And I don't, I don't even know if we can quantify like the collective global trauma that we're experiencing. But um, did you just out of curiosity, did you pick up any more, any like, more self-care like things that you started to utilize in your time because you were home or were there are there other hobbies that you've started to cultivate because you've had the time or you know have you not because both are fine I just think it's interesting to see like where we're drawn to yeah totally that makes a ton of sense And, and that's a good question I have not found a lot of solace in those types of activities um I found myself doing one of two things I mean there there is I definitely have reverted back to playing video games to kill time, which has been fine. But there is something that I that I have done that I think has been a little bit more in the self-care area. And this um, was, uh, there's a uh, YouTube channel, I think called CP Gray. Um, he does like little animated historical things, but he released a video that was about quarantine. And it was basically this idea that once quarantine took place, everyone that had to just stay at home basically lives in a little space shuttle that like moves around the earth because you're corn you're in that area and that's your home and your job is to like just maintain that and one of the things that he he talked about was making sure that your spaces are different spaces and so like your bed is just for sleeping that's not where you and i've always heard that about like 
sleep hygiene, but it's like, that's not where you're on YouTube. That's not where you're doing other stuff, but like, make sure you have an office place where you work and that's just for that. And then have a creative space where you like can create things and you don't eat food there. Just that's, you'd sit down to create and then have like a lounge area. And obviously that's difficult based upon how large your apartment is or, or how large your space is. Um, but I have found that even just mentally dividing those areas has been helpful for me um, to be more productive and, not that productivity should be the number one concern during something like this, but sure. it still is a concern. Um, and that has been helpful for me to uh, kind of establish those roles within the apartment. And then it doesn't feel like I'm stuck in one giant room. It feels like I can go in between a couple of different smaller rooms. I love that. That's, yeah, that's beautiful. It's true. I haven't used my, my bedroom. It's only been for sleeping as well. Um which I didn't even like consciously think of, but yeah, it's true. Like I have had no desire to like stay in there and do anything because it does just feel like you're just a puddle of mush, <laughs> which is fine if you do. That's like personally for me, but um, yeah, I love that. Um, on the on the note of productivity and and sort of this idea of I don't know what's happening in the economy and just in the world in general, you know, I guess in terms of like your goals or what you what you want to create and accomplish like have they shifted at all because of this massive uh destabilization of basically the world that we have known since we've been alive oh totally and i don't know that i've landed on where they are yet but jerry you know me at this point um so you probably are gonna recognize what i'm about to say but i'm someone that very much like uh, has uh, gets distracted by new ideas and wants to go do those things. Sure. Um, and so this very much has, I've never been someone for like that really wants to work in a corporate world and works to make people more money. Like that's never been my huge passion. Um, but you know, this kind of like when this happened, I was like, I should go back to med school so I can make a difference in the world and sure. not back to mm-hmm. med school. I should go to med school. Um, <laughs> And yeah, I tried it once. <laughs> I was right there. I was again. right there. And then I said, no, let's go do podcasts. Um, but it has given me a new appreciation for like people that are experts in their area. I've like started to listen to more like um, podcasts to talk about that kind of stuff. I've been watching more YouTube videos of like uh, doctors that are talking about the pandemic, but also like there's an entomologist out there. Like all this stuff of like seeing stuff that people are passionate about has really kind of surfaced towards me. And, you know, like I said, I don't know where that is going to end up or where that, where I'm going to land with that. But it definitely has triggered that kind of like this, this pattern isn't the pattern that I want to continue doing. So now is a time to consider what new patterns might look like. Um, even if I don't have the answer yet. Yeah. Just as a side note, did the entomologist talk about murder hornets? Oh yeah. That's, I mean, for sure. I think that's how I originally, and, and to be fair, I don't know for sure that he's an entomologist. He's a guy on YouTube that knows a lot about bugs and awesome. The less them sting him. Um, so. Got it. so questionable background but we right. and but, entertaining you know, nonetheless exactly um yeah i think it's so interesting and and i think like even that percolation of a new idea is so important and exciting and i think like this is a scary time and people are are dying and and you know it's it's not all positive by any means but I do think the silver lining is that it has given us an opportunity to pause and to stop and like our culture is so focused on forward 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 do 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 make 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 until you cannot do it anymore you know I was listening I've been listening to more podcasts recently um 
particularly Malcolm Gladwell's revisionist history. And one of, I think this is in the podcast, but one of them said, you know, in terms of productivity, George Washington sort of established this idea that like he talks about getting out of his presidency and being able to plant a fig tree and that afterwards he wasn't going to do anything. He was going to plant a fig tree and that was going to be his goal was that like this idea of retirement. And then we just adopted that that like you work you work you work you work you work you work and then maybe the last 10 years 20 years of your life if you're lucky you get to relax and like that's insane (laughs) that's crazy I hadn't heard that yeah it's nuts um but I also think it's interesting like in Europe you know they think we're insane because we we always ask the first question for the most part and this is a generalization of course but like what do you do for a living right like that's one of our first questions when we're getting to know somebody our jobs are such a big part of our identity um Mm -hmm. and i think we have it very backwards (laughs) yeah and i mean i'll be honest I, i i agree with what you're saying there about the idea that this has given people time to consider uh but i think if you're not conscious about it which i've not been for most of it you also still fill that time up because i mean i'll be honest i like i said my work has demanded that i be more productive um and that's been helpful in some ways but then on top of that i've also released another podcast and i'm producing another one and we're doing this one so it's like most of my nights are still pretty busy until we get to the weekends and then that's like a let me poke myself in the eye and play final fantasy 7 again until it's time to do more work yeah Um, that's true that's interesting i am sort of talking about from a place where I've had a lot of time (laughs) and I've filled it as well remarkably with a ton of stuff I can't even tell you but like yeah that is interesting on the other side is like people who are still working don't have as much of that pause and are still feeling that huge capitalism sort of rush of like keep producing keep going um yeah yeah almost more so in a way where because it is like the companies are sort of panicking right not that mine is i think mine's been pretty standard and i think we're positioned well to like make it through to the other side because we're like corporate learning and you need that no matter what's going on but uh but yeah it's just it to have that kind of we gotta gotta get to the gotta get there you know yeah. at the end of the day we're, we'll gotta get these numbers up gotta make this line go up to the right <laughs> you know Totally. Always, always trying to make the numbers go up. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, in terms of dating. So tell me what that's been like. Um, Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, where to begin? Right. (laughs) Um, You know, I definitely. Okay, so right. Okay, well, I'll begin at the start of the the quarantine. I I had been on a few dates with a lady that I was uh, pretty into. Um, We didn't really match like I'll, I'll be completely honest it didn't feel like we were like the the you know the best chemistry match but I like for me somebody's ambitious and is, is successful in their career and is also like fun and intelligent like that's what I'm looking for and she was that and like things were going well enough yeah um and then we went on one date where I had it was like on Super Tuesday and I had gone to vote and also had gone to uh go coronavirus shopping like because I didn't have any groceries and I was like I need to have some just in case because I watched the John Oliver bit and she thought that was super weird and then never talked to me again and now I'm like oh look who was right (gasps) wait you didn't (laughs) tell me that oh my god (laughs) I don't know that they were those are really directly related but she did think it was very weird and then we never talked again so I'm pointing to that just okay you know from my own ego sure um (laughs) but after that uh you know I've been on the apps throughout this and there's definitely like 
you know, early on that you'd match with people and you would talk a little bit for like a day or two and then you would never talk again because it's like, well, you get to the point to where you should ask someone out to go for drinks and you can't. Um, there was one particular person I matched with who wanted to continue that kind of texting conversation, intimate texting conversation for days and days and days. And I just didn't have that space for it. And, uh, and I think she was like a little annoyed with it and, but I get it. You know, we're all trying to get through on things, but more recently I have actually done the like virtual dates. You Um, had like through some visual medium. Yes. So I've done like two zoom dates Uh and, uh, they are fun. The first one I was a little apprehensive going into, um, but it was fun, but they both kind of ended with that. Like, this was really fun. Like, should we like, not worry about the quarantine and just get together or when like you know when are we okay with doing that i'd like to see you in person and and i ultimately have decided that i'm not gonna like i've sacrificed a lot of like not hanging out with friends and things like that that i'm i'm just not in the in the in the the space of mind where i want to like bend those rules until i know for sure that it's an okay thing to do sure um which makes it tough because then like I do like I liked these people and I had these connections with them. But I also don't want to keep texting with someone that I don't have a chance to meet until like indefinitely. So yeah. I don't know. That's, I'm not really sure where I'm at with it. But that's that's just kind of where we are right now. Yeah, I think that's so interesting. I mean, I first of all, I applaud you for not choosing sex (laughs) over the help of other people and I don't fault anybody who's like making a choice to like see one person and meet one person or you know whatever comes up I understand keeping quarantine is very difficult and we're all doing the best that we can um you know within reason but uh I do think that that's a pretty awesome choice and um but Yeah, I mean, I guess this idea of, like, because I even get Zoom fatigue or, like, FaceTime fatigue from trying to, like, hang out with my friends. And so trying to connect, it's already exhausting to connect with a new person and, like, ask all the questions and be really present and be charming, you know. Um, So to to approach something in this time with a lot of honesty and vulnerability with somebody new over Zoom sounds like a lot. Yeah, I mean that too. Like that's that's definitely true. Like I was cool with doing one date to get to know somebody over Zoom, but I'd also like like you said, it's missing a component, you know, and and because of that, I don't want to keep doing it. I like I want to just get to know the person in person. Um like even with these girls who I went on dates with uh, that I liked, it's like I could continue to set up like, "Well, let's Zoom again tonight." And it's like, I just I don't know. It's just not I spend so much time on this looking at the screen. I'd rather just get through this thing on my own and then I would love to connect with them after but uh who knows how they're gonna feel about that so I don't know yeah um do you feel like it's been a like in terms of like it's I mean because you've been isolated because you live alone um Mm -hmm. you know a solo journey I, I mean I think you're from my impression you're like an introvert sort of extrovert like you can kind of go either way so in terms of this like how how has being alone been like what what has been that kind of journey through it well i mean uh you know it fluctuates a lot to be completely honest like you know there are days where i feel like i'm trapped in a prison and then there's other days where like i'm happy to just kind of hang out i think at this point i'm over the happy to hang out part uh but you're right i am I am often an introvert. I like to like 
I definitely recharge when I'm by myself, but now I'm recharged for sure and would <laughs> sure. like to see other people. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we I, I, I fortunately live close to some friends. And so, like, I've gone out on the balcony and yelled over it like John um, from yeah. time to time. Um, and so that's been nice. Uh, but, yeah, living alone, I would hate if I was living with, like, a random roommate. But uh, at this point, I would you know like some type of social interaction have somebody in the household that can be like the person that i like see sure. um, but you know, it is what it is um what so just in terms of looking forward hopefully as we move into a space where we can interact with people small groups whatever businesses start to open up and hopefully we do you know keep working on a vaccine and things go in a positive direction like what do you what do you see or what are you looking for like to create once you get out of here? Um, I mean, I, I, I'm not sure what I'm looking to create necessarily. I do know that, you know, we were given the option that when things do reopen with my company, uh, you don't have to come into the office until you're ready. There'll be a soft open. And I think I will probably be on the, the side of, I want to wait and see. Mm. Um, but I do like, you know, once things, if tomorrow bars reopened, I would be like, I, I'm probably not going to a bar, but I will feel more comfortable going over to a friend's house and sure. like, you know, hanging out or whatever. Um, so that's definitely, that's definitely something I'm looking to do. Yeah. Half of me, half of me wants to just get a, a van and travel the country telling people's uh, pandemic stories through podcasts. Ooh, so oh my God. That would be awesome. Catch, catch me in two months and we'll see. Um, my lease is up at the end of June and I certainly need to get out of the apartment. So who knows? But, uh. Uh, but I'm not putting too much pressure on myself to like come out of this like with a re- reborn creativity sure. uh, company. So yeah. we'll see. No, I and I appreciate that um, for sure. Well, this has been delightful. I'm glad that we could continue doing these episodes for sure. Um, I know that it's been a lifeline for me and just like some kind of consistency, especially that has traveled through pre-quarantine into quarantine. Yeah. Um you know, so I'm grateful for you and, and your time and, and all the amazing things that you bring to the podcast. Um, so well, I appreciate getting to work with you on it. And I'm looking forward to in part two, uh, talking more about your experience, which we'll be recording here in just a few minutes, but you'll hear next week. Woohoo! Yay! <laughs> Woohoo! Wowee! Thanks oh, for coming on, me. Boy, yeah, thanks, Will, for sharing and, yeah, sharing your journey. That was very exciting. Yeah, anytime, Jerry, except most every other week. <laughs> Get, like, a little lens into who you are. <laughs> just, so like, often. this voice that comes on <laughs> just at the top and end of the show. <laughs> uh, I like to do these every so often. That way people know that I do exist. Maybe. Yeah. You know, we'll see. Yeah, you're not, like, a fiction of my imagination. I mean, I would be <laughs> at this great. Point. At voiceover, if that's that true, were true. <laughs> I'll submit this as your reel, and uh, <laughs> we'll just see what happens. Exactly. Uh, well, please follow us on social media. I'm always posting uh, quotes and you know different updates and clips of the shows, and so keep up with us on, at Finding My Yum Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. We are not on Twitter yet, and it's Probably won't happen. So, <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> uh, you can email us at findingmyyum at gmail.com. Um, rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And share us with how many people, Jerry? 
79. 79. Okay. All right. Well, that's yeah. that's still a good amount. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I like it. I mean, everybody needs a little love and a good podcast, you know? Mm-hmm. Connector. A connector. Yeah. Um, bond over this one and then talk to each other about how you're really feeling. Yes. Oh, I love that. Uh, we are grateful that you're listening and that you're a part of our community. So please keep um, letting us know what content you want to hear. Uh, we're always excited to hear new ideas. And um, yeah, we'll see you next week for a little info and behind the scenes of me. Ooh, all in on Jerry. Oh, shoot. Stay yummy. <laughs>